This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Integrity in business is always important. And yet what I want to talk about today is the importance of integrity now. When we talk about integrity, we're talking about having a strong ethical compass and operating by moral principles. It's the ability to act with honesty, with honor, with truthfulness. It's being trustworthy and it's being kind. Integrity is doing what's right, even if no one is watching, even if it's not convenient, even if it costs you, and even if it's hard. People of integrity are people who fulfill their obligations. They help other people who are in need. They respect others. They demonstrate humility, which means they recognize the strengths that they have and they have confidence in those strengths. At the same time, they're also willing to see where they have development needs and still need to grow. People who have integrity readily admit mistakes and their faults and they're willing to apologize. People of integrity are credible. They're believable. They're consistent in what they do. They're the kind of people that you can say about them, what you see is what you get. If we think about the word integrity and we look at its Latin roots, we see the word integer. And integer stands for wholeness or complete. So a person of integrity is a person who is a complete kind of a person. They're whole and wholesome. This past Father's Day, my three siblings and I were spending some time with my father, and we were honoring him and giving him tribute for how he's lived his life before us. And as we were having that conversation together, My sister reminded all of us and our father that one of the number one principles that she most valued and respected in my father is that he was a man of integrity. And she said this was one of the central tenets or descriptors about him. And as she was sharing with us and telling us some of the stories, my father is retired from the bus company in his city. As a result of that, he has a free pass. He can ride any bus and any subway at any time free of charge, and it's lifetime. So sometimes if he was going somewhere with my sister and she was with him and the gate attendant said, oh, well, she can come in free too. My father said, no, she's not entitled to the privilege. And he would always pay for her because It was the right thing and the ethical thing to do. My sister also remembered that 
he wouldn't even bring home pens and pencils from the office. He was very honest, even in the small things. So later, when I was speaking with my father about this, and we were reminiscing about his upbringing and his past as well, he said he always wanted to be that live example to us as his children and to model before us how to live and also what we should do. And I remember that he said he learned these same principles from his mother. His family was very, very poor. However, his mother raised them in this way. She says, never steal. Don't be a criminal. Those words stuck in his mind. She was the one who implored him daily to be an honest person, to be a person of integrity. And somehow, even in their deepest poverty, sometimes a neighbor would send something over. In any case, basic needs did get met so that they survived. So when I think about businesses in this current time, there are a lot of temptations in the workplace today as companies are considering the recession that's caused by the pandemic, and they're thinking about who are they going to lay off? Who might get promoted instead? Who is going to get a raise? Who might get a bonus? As they're asking those questions, there can be the temptation to answer and to favor those who are your friends, those who are like you, those who you want to favor, and maybe not always be as fair to someone else. When you have power, that brings a lot of access. And we see in today's world, many politicians, for example, who get into that position of power and access often end up doing things that lack in integrity. And ultimately, when brought to light and when they are caught, They have then ruined their reputations. So we all, in some scenarios, have the opportunity to do the wrong thing and to take what doesn't belong to us. And the question is, what do you do when faced with those opportunities? So in the business scenario right now, what does FAIR look like? Who's really going to get the severance packages? How much will they be? How long will they last? Will there be differences between people? And what are those differences based on? So if you are a person who has shown integrity in these tough times, people will still believe you. If you have shown integrity in the good times, and now it's a tough time, they're going to imagine that you still will be consistent with the principles that you have always lived by. People see you, they watch you, and your actions send a signal. Whatever it is that you do and whatever it is that you allow, just remember you get more of what you allow and more of what you practice. And you may think that others don't know. However, somehow they always manage to find out. 
and they will follow suit even if you never say a word about it. So when you are a person who's fair and a person of integrity, even if people don't like the outcomes, like maybe I'm one of the ones who's going to get laid off. If I have confidence that you are a fair person of integrity, then I'm much more likely to accept that decision knowing, in my mind, I'm sure you've done everything that you can think of. And this is just the best alternative out of many difficult alternatives. So I say to you out there today, if you want an organization that's built on ethics, built on principles, and an organization of integrity, make sure that you too are a person of integrity. You are the instrument of your leadership. And so I invite you to read a complimentary chapter of my book, Lead Yourself First, The Senior Leader's Guide to Engaging Your People for Greater Performance and Impact. And here's what you'll get from reading the book. You'll get some perspectives on how to leverage your unique gifts and superpowers, also how to mine the gold of your past experiences overcoming challenges, and thirdly, you'll be able to identify the continual learning that will catapult you to your next victory. So to read that complimentary chapter, go to my website, www.transleadership.com, scroll down the homepage, and click on the button that says, read a chapter. And I look forward to meeting you inside the book. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.